Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Bite with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss. That's right, Mark Strauss joining us right now for an truly out of the world Tech Bite. Hey, Mark. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hey, Bulldog, that is one sexy voice attached to that wife of yours. Whoa, I'm dude. T- she's married, I, dude. I got I to gotta tell you, you know, when, when you uh, hear it on the radio, because now I'm not used to hearing it on, whew, whew, man. All nice radio voice. Jeez, and man. I can't wait to meet your wife in person. Well, don't get so excited. No, no, I, I understand that's happening soon. It is going to happen soon. So yeah. that's why I'm super excited. And yeah. by the way, yes. obviously for your family and for Nancy and yeah. for Pinch Me, since you sent that to me for my birthday, <laughs> I really, you know, I, I hope and um, um, I hope that it goes extremely well for you all. And I loved what Nancy talked about of how COVID has affected her business and how she's pivoted. And I think that is so important and essential for most people today and what they're going through. So what yeah. a great story. And congratulations, Bulldog. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? It's true. I mean, people, there were a lot of people who could look, I, we work at a place you haven't been here, uh, to secrets, but you'll be here when you come in town. You know, we were like proactive right from the start, changing things around, making things happen. Nancy, with Pinch Me, she changed things and made things happen because she had to readjust. A lot of businesses did. And you saw it. And then there were those who sat around and went, oh, what to do? I mean, Please. you know, and, and that's not good. Can't do that. You can't just sit there and wait for, oh, oh I'm going to get my PPP money in. No, you got to make changes. You got to do things. So I'm sure you yeah, guys at ANC true. made a lot of tra- changes. We had to, and especially when you have at least one-third of your market completely shut down and the other two-thirds extremely limited. You have to pivot. You have to make hard choices, and you also have to do things that you would never think you have to do. You don't want to have to do, but you're forced to do them if you care about your business. So, again, um, I love hearing stories of people pivoting and being successful. So what a great story. But listen, yes. today you've deceived the audience a little bit what? because we talked about UFOs in our text, but we're going a little bit in a different direction because we're going to Mars today. Mars. We will do UFOs maybe next week uh, okay. where we go uh. into the real UFO domain, which I have a great show for you all, and I'll explain where I'll get a lot of my detail and material I did a show on the Science Fiction Channel about 23, 4 years ago called Mysteries from the Other Dominion with Dr. Rule. We were the first reality-based uh, fact show on the Science Fiction Channel when it first came out. And I actually soared the first NASA footage of ice cubes in space making 90-degree turns. And I saw a lot of material directly because we were doing the show directly from NASA and JPL. And a lot of the things that today we're still talking about from the Apollo missions, I've seen a lot of that original material because of the TV show. So we could have a very interesting discussion about UFOs. Yeah. But I was actually more impressed about the recent media, about what's been going on at Mars. And, if, and no one knows, we have actually landed a new rover on Mars, the perseverance 
and the Perseverance rover um, um, we, basically landed on Mars we call it, two and a half weeks ago. Mark, we call it Percy for short. <laughs> Percy. Percy. Yeah. That's what they're That's right. That, so that's what Percy all the cool has landed. And Percy um, had a little hitchhiker on her back. And I thought I would like to discuss today the little hitchhiker that came with Percy. Okay. And it's an amazing story. So first of all, I'd like to talk about some of these distances because, you know, we talk about landing things on Mars if it's like an everyday occurrence today because we have landed quite a few rovers up to now. This will be our third rover. And the bottom line is, though, and we do take this for granted, is that Mars on a good day is 34 million miles away from us. On a bad day, it's 240 million miles away because, of course, it rotates around the sun. We rotate around the sun. And depending on where we are to it, we can really be 100 million miles differential. So we try to wow. hit Mars when it's closest to us at 34 million miles. And so we just landed a little rover on Mars. And in order to do that, we have to keep a little base in orbit around Mars. That base communicates with Earth because that base has to deal with a 25-minute gap between communication. So I want you guys to think about that. So anytime you say to the little device, do something, it takes 25 minutes for the command to come to the unit, and then it takes 25 minutes for the command to go back from the unit to mission control. Dude, this so thing sounds a- like Big Al Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Al, go do that. <laughs> I'll be back. Right. Yeah. So, so if you can imagine, yeah. with the communication so slow, everything has to be done on today on computers, and a lot of it's done on AI, and the computers are actually operating on their own, waiting for permission to do things, and then they do a whole set of procedures all by themselves. So when this rover was actually on television, and if anyone has not seen this latest um, landing on Mars, I must suggest to anyone to go to YouTube and just look up NASA uh, uh, Perseverance rover landing on Mars, and they will see this. But the most important part of this is when you see the detail and all the cameras, this is where I think the thing is amazing. They had one major computer, two all in all, and the computer is actually in the base unit of the rover. And then they used Ethernet cables. That's the same cables you use for networking to have an Ethernet cable going up to the parachute, that Ethernet cables going to the actual lifter unit. They actually had a jetpack, basically a lifter, that was lifting the rover. And actually, as the rover was descending, it had jetpacks on it. And it was literally creating counter thrust. And then it, on wires, it actually descended the craft to the Martian soil gracefully. And then the lifter actually used all of its um, available um, energy, and it went away to crash. So they had three components to the system, a component left in space, a component that lifted and brought the little rover to the bottom of Mars and then landed it safely, and then it disposed of itself, and then the little Martian rover is left there all by itself. But then, guys, and this is the edge, something hitchhiked, its way to Mars with the rover. On the rover's back, inside a complete enclosure that was battle-hardened so that it would actually withstand uh, re-entry into Mars' atmosphere, they have enclosed in that a 
and this is the first time ever, a drone that can fly on Mars. And the way this thing works is that they right now have made communication with the little flying drone inside this enclosure. And this enclosure has, um, has basically bolts on it that are explosives. And they're going to explode the bolts off. This little lid is going to drop down to the ground. And then this um, flying craft is going to unveil itself, literally um, um, curl itself out of its, its position, spread its wings out, and then the rover is going to move, allowing it to be left by itself, and then it should fly into the Martian, um, it, you know, on Mars for the very first time. One very important point, on planet Earth, this drone weighs four pounds, but on Mars it weighs 1.5 pounds. And the Martian um, environment is 1% that of Earth. So basically, the rotors on this puppy have to spin at 2,400 RPM, which is basically four times faster than any drone has to spin up on planet Earth. The reason that is important, it limits battery power. So this drone is capable to fly four times on this mission on its batteries that recharge some of the charge through solar and it has solar power um, recharging, and they're going to try to do four flights with this little helicopter that hitchhiked its way to Mars that's going to actually separate itself from the rover and be able to autonomously do its mission, and I think that is pretty well, incredible. And, and what is their what is its mission, just filming? Or, its mission uh, is to film and yeah. to see if they can fly in the uh, Martian um, it. atmosphere. It's really a, a proof of flight on Mars for the very first time. Mark, how much junk but, is up there? How, how, many, how many failed landings did we have? You know, I don't know the answer to that, but not as many as you would think. I don't think we've had too many failures on the landing sites. Um, they said it was 40%. We've had a lot of problems with, like, Spirit lost its wheel. Lost it, it, got, it got itself. One of the rovers actually drove itself into soft sand, and so it could no longer move. We've had those kind of issues, but we've got, we've actually succeeded landing most of the things we've wanted to land on Mars, believe I, it or not. I thought I saw a stat where only 40% of the stuff we sent up there actually landed. You might be right. I, I did not see that stat in okay. my research. Mm. My research was really about the stuff that had landed successfully. So that would be something when we get back to the UFO piece, I'll be happy to go. I will okay. circle back to that because actually mm. I'm interested to know how many failures we've had. Okay. But... What is most important about this is that, do you know that the little flying drone has to actually maintain a little heater on it because all of its core components actually have to self-heat themselves, and so does the rover. One of the most amazing things about the, the, the new robots that we're sending into the field, and especially into harsh environments, is that they are environmentally taking care of themselves. And I think that really shows you how far we've come with our computers, that the computers now can actually do self-healing, and self-healing uh, technologies are growing but, yeah, but, in, in a but, vast amount of different directions. But, Mark, when you say that, keep in mind, the rover has to want to heal. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, does, now when we're starting to get into the soul and the consciousness of the rover, yes. Bulldog, that's well, above my pay grade. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, it can do self-healing, but it must want to. 
He doesn't want to. Well, you know, listen, though, but I still think it's amazing. You know, we talked about a lot of the negatives of technology. And again, going back to the numbers I just gave you, I find it amazing that we launched something in July 30, 2020, and it landed February 18th, 2021. It was in space for pretty much six to seven months out there doing its own thing. And then we're able to do all of these different forms of maneuvers. We first of all had it leave a portion of itself in space. Then you have um, a heat shield that had to separate as it was coming through the atmosphere. Then you have a rover that then has a parachute that deploys. And then when the rover lands on the ground, then it has a little compartment that blows itself off. So then a little flying thing can come out of it. And then we leave that on the ground and then it autonomously can do its own thing. That's Look at that, our, our first trip up there. What do we do? Ah, we just leave a bunch of crap laying around. That's us. Litter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in littering. Now, now you said it, it, for like, it took off in like eight months it was up there. And that little thing you're talking about, that remora that was hanging on, the, riding on the shark's back, what was it, the, the little thing? Eight months, had to listen, the rover had to listen to, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we almost there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we almost there? Oh, God. Had that music from Eight Practical Eight Jokers. months. Oh. By the way, the little rover is called Ingenuity, and I can absolutely see Ingenuity going, hey, Daddy, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we, are we there, yet? there yet? Are we there yet? I have but to go to the bathroom. Can you stop at the moon so I can go to the bathroom, please? I, I wonder if the moon, you know, when uh, in, in future generations, I wonder if the moon is going to be like Pedro's, you know? <laughs> oh, no, really? Pedro, the moon says, stop <laughs> on in, you know? They'll be so, you'll, you'll head to Mars. Dude, stop at the moon so we can get fireworks. Split <laughs> <laughs> <Like> pea soup. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, it is future. interesting because we... When I look at the sophistication of what we do, and now we're sending drones to Mars millions of miles away, and we do it pretty routinely, and when you think about dropping off at at the moon, I really see that being in in the future now. I think with Musk and with everyone's, um, and with uh, Bezos, and with all of the the different states that are working on different um, solutions for space, I think the colonization of the moon really will happen in the next 30 to 40 years because I think it's going to happen out of necessity to get materials. But what's going to be exciting is I think humanity will go into the stars, and I think there will be um, definitely we will be walking on Mars in the next 50 years. There's absolutely no doubt. And we're proving that with everything we can do today. Would you go? That's a pretty good tech bite. Mark, no, it's great. Would you go? They give you an opportunity to get up there. Uh, Would you go? I actually talked to my wife about it, and I think, yes, if I got that opportunity, why would you say no to do something that well, so few people will ever be able to do? No, I would absolutely do it. Do you think Martians walk amongst us now? No, I don't think there are Martians, but I will say this and go on record. I think it's incredibly de- dubious to say there are no, mar- there are no aliens, because well, yeah, when you look proof. at how many planets there are out there, there has to be. That's my opinion. We released yeah. we released the proof from you know <laughs> the stuff. We, we oh have, wait we a second! You you also have an advantage with that because you you've spent a lot of time with Jerry. There's not a chance in hell he's from this planet. Jerry, well, that's Jerry. true. Yeah. You just let out a really big secret, bulldog, oh, on the air. And <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to me now. All I, you, so. I got news for you. <laughs> news for you. There are not a whole lot of secrets that Jerry doesn't let out on the air. I'm just yeah. telling you. And you're safe. He's in the sip. You don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But hey, all right. I'm, well, but I'm, speaking of that, I'm counting I'm, on you guys now. I'm very excited that we are going to have Mark Strauss hopefully in the studio for a very, uh, in the very near future for a, a tech bite. I, I I can't wait to hang out with you. Really, it'll be fun. Ditto, and I want to say to all of you guys, I can't wait to also meet you all in person. Um, this has been we've this is our thirty third um, episode, guys, and crazy. I really appreciate it. And Big Al, um, Coach, or everybody. Thank you. Well, thank you. Are you kidding? You've yeah, uh, save that you meet us in person. You've raised uh, you've raised the 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 show up to a whole that's new great. level because that's why we're here to bring it back down. <laughs> we we need, we need to dumb it down now. I'm it, your counterweight. Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> thank you that I at least brought the the, the show up a level. But yeah. let me just say, your humor makes the show tolerable. So between we'll take, me upping it and your humor, we're good. We'll t- we'll take that. We'll take that. We'll All right, just a little bit of that. Mark Strauss, Tech Bites, and you can always listen to your Tech Bites if you miss it. You can listen to it absolutely on, uh, on SoundCloud. You yep. can yep. find us, Mark Strauss. Yes, you can. All right, buddy. We'll, Thanks, we'll, we'll talk to you. Thank you, and and have a uh, have a have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Mark. Well, I'm going to be watching in two days. I'm going to be watching for your family, Bulldog, and I'll yes. be chatting with you this weekend. I'm sure. I look forward to it, bro. Thanks. All right, Mark. Bye, everyone. See you, Mark.